Together is a podcast where women share their real and raw rites of passage stories in life, motherhood and business. I'm your host, Rachel Rose, a Women's Circle facilitator, mother, mentor and community maker. I have seen firsthand how storytelling can be shame melting. I hope you leave these conversations feeling less alone and more connected to yourself, your inner wisdom and to a circle of other women. I want to talk to you today about how I'm getting my social media mojo back. And I'm doing this because I know there are other entrepreneurs out there or mothers out there who are starting a side hustle or a project or something in their maternity leave or you've already got a business and you kind of know that social media is part of the deal. If you want to share your message and reach more people and connect with an audience, then it is mostly expected that you will have a social media presence. Now, that's not to say it needs to be your only focus, and I'm a big fan of having different areas to your business, which is why I've been trying to really hone in on other things like this podcast, like my email list, but also social media helps be that first point of contact. And I just wanted to get back into a place where I enjoyed using it. I used to love getting on the gram and sharing about my life and connecting with other people all across the world. It was mind-blowing to me that I could reach someone in the States, someone in the UK or New Zealand and have conversations. Uh, It was just wild and, and wonderful. But over the last 18 months and then especially at the beginning of this year, I just had this major sense of dread that I didn't want to do it anymore, that it was in the too hard basket that I didn't have the energy for it. It felt another thing to do on a never-ending list and I wanted to scrap it entirely. However, I have this bigger, broader vision of getting women's circles across the globe and I really thought about it and I thought, no, I do still need to use social media, but how can I do it in a way that feels good, that feels enjoyable and doesn't feel like a chore anymore? And also I... I had just lost a lot of confidence. I'd gone through some body image changes where I felt uncomfortable getting on camera. I, after I had my second child, um, the way that I spoke in my brain, it's changed once again, as it does in matrescence. And so, yeah, I just lost this ability to get on there at any point and talk to the camera. I felt a real sense of racking nervousness. Um, and I second guessed myself a lot. Stories have been manageable. I feel okay about getting on there most days, but it was like anything that went on the feed, it had to be, I don't know, remarkable or perfect or wonderful or life-changing. And so this pressure built up that I ended up just going, I can't do anything. It's too hard. Another thing that happened was I started to follow a lot of business and social media marketing accounts. So hot tip, if you're in this place that I was, unfollow all of those accounts because what I was noticing was I started to feel very restricted by all of the rules. You need to capture someone's attention in half a second. You need to have a call to action on your reel. 
there needs to be a catchy hook. The caption needs to look like this. We don't do carousel posts anymore. We only do reels. We don't do reels. We only do carousel posts. Here's five things that you must do or you're a piece of shit. All of these messages were really getting to me and making me question everything that I did or thought about or was going to post. What trending audio can I use? What do I need to do on camera? Should I dance? Should I point? Should I do this? It all started to feel very overwhelming. And then the third thing that happened, so the body image, the rules and not not feeling like I'm doing it correctly, was that I did receive some abusive messages um, end of last year. This has happened from time to time. If you are a business owner that talks about birth and motherhood and breastfeeding and even business, sometimes you can attract people that will get into your DMs or send you comments that just aren't nice. It doesn't happen too often for me. It's not something that I fear every time I open up my account. But it did happen and it chipped away at my confidence again and just made me think, is this even the place that I want to be? So that created this perfect storm of fear, comparisonitis, feeling restricted and like there were too many rules and I don't like rules and Instagram felt like a drag. So when I was looking at my goals for the year ahead, I just wanted to scrap it entirely, but I have since decided, no, that's not the way. I can still use social media as a way to direct people to my website, to my mailing list, to the podcast. It's going to be that introductory point for new audiences. I decided to commit to a realistic goal. And this was the key. I I didn't want to do something like I have to post a reel every single day or multiple times a day because I knew that wasn't going to happen in the grand scheme of my life. So I didn't quite commit to that full month. I did 10 reels over January, but I was really stoked because that's more than I'd done in December and that's more than I'd done in November. So it was working. Um, My goal was also to show up on stories and share behind the scenes most days, except on weekends if I didn't feel like it. And I committed to just sharing words over a photo and just sharing daily if I felt like it on the weekend, if not have the days off. And I brought myself back to the remembering of what I've been able to achieve with Instagram and the fact that it has been something that has helped me build up this business from scratch, make an income for myself, support my family and connect women and mothers all over the world to women's circles, to starting businesses and help them feel less alone in motherhood. I remembered that we were able to fundraise over $10,000 through Instagram stories in the past, we've raised money for for mothers in all kinds of situations. But recently, just last week or the week before, I put up a series of stories about a mother who was experiencing domestic violence and we raised $3,000 in three days. Now, that wouldn't have happened if I didn't have the longevity and the consistency of sharing in the way that I have in the past. And I've built this trust and I've built these relationships that when I asked, I put a call out there. I said, this mother needs our support. 
women showed up in droves. And that just speaks to the possibility of Instagram and what you can do to foster connection and relationships over time. That fundraising campaign is still available. It lives in my bio, in my Insta. Um, that mother will need ongoing and continuous support. So if you're listening to this and would like to chip in $10, um, please find that link in my Insta. So I committed to a realistic goal four times a week. Doesn't matter what day that happens. I just need to tick it off on the calendar. And that has been motivating visually for me. I've got a a visual calendar on my wall. I have color-coded textures for the different goals that I have. And I really love ticking it off when I do it. The other key point was that although I have mapped out my content pillars, so I understand what my three main topics are because I've themed my whole business around them and my business offerings are around them. Women's circles, business mentoring for mothers in particular, and then motherhood and life, like my own personal storytelling. They're my three things. But when I committed to the goal of four times a week reels, I also committed to the goal that it doesn't have to be remotely related to any of those content pillars. And the reason that I'm doing that to begin with is I just need to get my confidence back up. I just need to get into the habit of making some kind of video, some kind of post and actually uploading it versus writing all of these things, thinking about all of these different topics and then chickening out and not doing anything with it and then feeling like I am failing at social media I just wanted to share about anything. Um, I've referenced Simone Gray Soul before, last episode in my marketing goals. Uh, she has this concept called the garbage post challenge. That's not what I'm doing specifically, but I love the concept in that you just have to show up for 30 days, share anything with English language, if that is your language, um, and it can be about anything. It doesn't need to be uh, with a strategic or specific goal in mind. So I'm I'm borrowing some of that concept in just training myself into the new habit, training myself into the feeling of it's safe for me to show up and share, it's okay for me to share the simple and the small things. This all gives people a bigger, broader picture of who I am, what my values are, what my interests are. And as a service provider and someone that works one-on-one, it's good for people to know who I am because then they show up to the mentee relationship and they know what to expect. I just sent an email out last week about running a business with a different brain and I I shared about how living with complex post-traumatic stress disorder has shifted the way that my brain um, does certain things and, and this absolutely impacts my business. And that email got more replies than I've ever had before. Um, It was open and transparent about the difficulties and the challenges and also the superpowers that that my brain has given me and my business. But I was really pleased to see a number of replies from uh, people who were either in my business mentoring program last year or in my current mentoring program And saying things like, this is the reason I hired you as a business mentor. I didn't know all of this about you, but I got this greater sense that you weren't going to be the kind of mentor that was just going to pressure me and make me feel bad if I couldn't show up and and do certain things. So 
I will say that sharing these behind the scenes and snippets of my life, it has created this business for me where I just draw in the most incredible people, clients that then become friends, women and mothers who I deeply respect and we have this kind of kinship and connection with, and they know who I am. There's no mystery to how I'm going to be as a women's circle facilitator or as a mentor. So I've done so much groundwork in the sharing beforehand that that relationship has already started. Um, I will say this too, when I worked as a doula and now as a business mentor, I don't offer um, half an hour clarity calls or anything like that. That actually just doesn't suit my brain. It doesn't suit my anxiety. I like to do things via written form, but I haven't needed to because the social media has spoken for me. It showed people who I am. And so when they go to work with me, they've already made that decision based on their previous interactions and experiences with my content. Um, So it's not for nothing. It does provide this, yeah, opportunity for people to get to know you and then you don't have to show up and do all those calls because I don't know when I would be able to schedule those in. As a homeschooling mom of two, um, it really suits me that people can come with questions and send me questions via email. But as as far as my vibe and my personality, they know what they're dealing with. Okay. The other thing that I told myself when I committed to this goal was it's all about playing and experimenting. It's not about being perfect. It's not about being super strategic. It's not about analyzing all of the insights and data and checking all the stats and seeing, oh, that reel performed better than that one. I wonder why and trying to reverse hack it. I'm not doing any of that. Um, I did check the stats just before I hit record, just out of curiosity for sharing with you all here. And I was very pleasantly surprised to see that the reels that I'm posting for fun and experimentation are doing better than reels that I've thought about really hard (laughs) and planned and mapped out. They're doing well. People are sharing them. People are saving them. That wasn't even the goal, but it's the unintended consequence, maybe because I'm just approaching it with more fun and not following the rules. So I'm screwing the trending audios. I'm not doing call to actions. I'm not doing hooks. I'm not doing whatever anyone else tells me to do because I just need it to be easy And I'm letting it be raw and messy and it's stuffing up the grid and I'm not using all of my beautiful branding, which I did invest a lot of time and energy and money into making because if I have to create a reel and then also go to Canva and create a cover image, the the time in between that, (laughs) I'm not going to do it. I have many different wheels that I'm spinning within my business, so I, I need it to be simple. Um, I'm also remembering that part of who I am is sharing the real and raw rites of passage stories, which is what this podcast is about. So if you come to my Instagram and you see it perfectly put together and it's just this visual feast of branding and it looks like I have a team of 20 and a graphic designer in-house, 
that's not actually what my business is like. It's it's real, it's messy, and so my grid is going to be as well. Um, so I'm saving time by not doing any cover images. I'm just making sure where I can that the text over the reel would be in the predictive preview um, so that people can understand what the reel is about. I'm also not doing things like responding to comments 10 minutes after I've posted. I've seen that as like a suggested rule all the time. Um, half the time I don't even respond to comments. Sorry if you've ever commented something and, and hoped that I would. Another general rule of thumb for me in being able to show up consistently online is that I just have to make it work for me and my family and some and my brain as well. And sometimes that means responding to comments in a burst of energy and surge. And other times it means I'm not replying to anyone because I've got CPSTD burnout or I just don't have the time and I don't want to be on my phone. Um, sometimes I'll reply to comments like 14 days later. <laughs> um, sometimes I reply to DMs. Sometimes I don't reply at all. And that means I don't even hit love heart. I don't even heart the message. I don't respond in any way because I just need to be able to keep sharing, keep showing up and maybe next time I will. So I don't put that pressure on myself that every single person who ever contacts me on social media will get a personalized reply. Usually if I get enough responses that are of a similar thread, then I will create content for them. Um, otherwise, like you know, sometimes I get hundreds of messages or comments in a week and I can't, I can't reply individually. Um, so like today, I shared a recipe on my stories. No, I didn't share the recipe. That's the whole point. I shared a picture of some muffins on my stories and 20 people asked me for the recipe. I didn't reply to any of them individually, but I went away and I created the reel with the recipe and then I posted that. So I'm actually still taking people's interactions and using it to guide what I then share later and trying to be useful that way, but making it work for me and making it work for the broader community. Lastly, I've installed an app on my phone. It's called the Opal app. It's I'm not sponsored and I don't know if I'm going to continue with this particular app. Um, I'm in a trial at the moment. I think it's $100 for the year, so it's quite expensive. But what it's doing is I've set certain times when my phone blocks me from using it. So the two full days I'm with the kids, when I really want to be with them and not responding to anything, I've blocked it so I can't use it. And I've blocked it from 8.30 p.m. at night so that I'm not scrolling before I go to bed. This is what I've been doing for quite a long time just trying to grab some me time, but knowing that it's not supporting my sleep, it's not supporting my mental health, it's not supporting me to create more content because I go just down scroll holes and I disassociate and I'm sending myself all the love and compassion for my maladaptive habits that I will continue to use. It's not like I'm never going to scroll again. I will. <laughs> I know I will. But I'm trying to limit the times when it is most impactful on me, um, which is uh, some key moments when I really want to be with the kids and at nighttime when I want to have a better night's sleep. 
So I'm playing around with that. It's working so far. I totally check my phone. I get the thing where it says you can't access this. I get frustrated. I don't get the dopamine hit that I'm seeking. I pick up my book. My book's not as exciting as the dopamine hit. So I have to really encourage myself to read in a way that gives me extra feel-good um, sensations. So I'm trying to couple it with a bath at night if I can or going out and sitting on the lounge and having a nice warm cup of herbal tea or something else. So not scrolling at night, it means I'm comparing myself less and creating a little more. Um, then in a couple of weeks' time, maybe it's months, I don't know, once I've really felt more confident with just being in a weekly rhythm and um, going with the flow with Insta, I'm going to start to zoom out and look bigger picture, strategic, why am I doing this, what is this used for, how will this support my broader business goals, how can I talk about together my circle training? How can I bring people along um, to potentially buy or book something from me? Because, hey, I'm a business and there is a broader picture here. But at the moment, it's just about confidence and connection and sharing the simple stuff. So I'm six weeks in now and feeling really good about it, actually. Um, I've had a bunch of more people join my mailing list, which has come directly through sharing more on Instagram. And I've actually had seven sales of Together, which is more than I had in the last couple of months of last year when I wasn't sharing very much. And I know that they're all through Instagram or my website because I'm not running anything through email at the moment which is exciting because I was swearing off Instagram as a way where I would promote my services and it being more just the touch point, first point, and then people might buy it via email. But it looks like just by showing up and sharing more frequently, I have been introduced to more people. I shared about um, scholarships and subsidized places and that, that went uh, to a lot of places actually. And I had not only the seven actual purchases, but I've had about 10 scholarships come through as well. And that has been directly through Instagram, which is just awesome. So I want to finish by saying that this has come up for women that I've mentored, mothers that I've mentored, and just generally online with people I'm connected with. So many people are worried about showing up on social media and sharing because they think that their lives are trivial, they think that their lives are boring or what they do in their day-to-day -day is not interesting or exciting. But I want to reassure you that people are on social media because they're craving that similarity. What are we seeking? What are you seeking when you're on social media? It's usually some form of connection, entertainment, storytelling, resonance and feeling less alone and feeling like you know what that other person is going through. We get information from there. It can be healthy and unhealthy distraction, but, you know, a mom at home with her kids might just be taking some time to herself during a nap to connect with other adults and you could be that person who provides that connection on the day. You can inspire, engage, inform and educate through very simple shares. 
And I want to give an example of that in that I have been swimming laps for the last six weeks and I've been sharing when I'm going to the pool. And I now know a dozen other mothers who have started swimming simply because I started sharing about that. And that makes me so happy. And yes, it's small and yes, it's simple, but it's meaningful as well. So I hope that helps you. If you are struggling with getting on social media and sharing, this is how I'm getting my mojo back. And it is it is feeling more fun and it's also supporting my business. And I'm excited to see where it goes next. Thank you for listening to Together. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider sharing that you are listening on social media or rate and review. This weaves a web of connection and makes a huge difference in getting these stories out to the women that need to hear them.